Hello and welcome to the weekend wrap for the week on Wednesday. My name is Ben Davison and I am your host for this Sunday, the 4th of December 2022. Can you believe it's only 21 more days until Christmas? The first thing I want to do on today's episode is give a huge shout out and thank you and congratulations to our Buy Me A Coffee supporters. On Wednesday, Van and I ran out of time to get the list together in order to read out the names of our cadre. These are people who support us to the tune of $20 a month and our Extend The Reach supporters who support us to the tune of $10 a month. We also give a shout out to our Buck A Week supporters and all our one-off givers as well. But we do read out the names of our cadre and I want to do that right now. Karina Barley, at Jane C. Campbell, Leona Gibbons, Someone, Shane Horsfield, Akivra Burris, Kristen Sikaluna, Gabe Kramer, Steph Atkin, Trish Corey, Greg Miller, Kathy Birch, Fiona McNeil, at Evergreen Viss, Giotta, at Jed Carney, Christine Cole, Justin Dando, Tamara James, Bronwyn, Punch Drunk Veteran, at Jenny Forster 7, Joe Fleming, Andrew Pascoe, Cassandra Tui, Addison Official, Ian Hampson, No Twitter For Me, Hannah Honda, Sam Herriot, Alexandra Sutherland, Matt Bush, No Relation, Richard Sands, I Am Not On Twitter, Glenn Robbie, Brash Daniels, Kylie Phillips, Linda Cartwright, at Leanne Shingles, Donna Chapman, I Don't Have Twitter, My Name Is Susan Myers, at Carrie Nash 20, Billy 3 McCabe, Nerissa Simon, at Cattergal, Lauren Ashen Banjo, Matthew Hadley, at Naronga Man, John Sharpen, Peter Barth, Aaron Rollins, Louise Watson slash Red, White, Blue, Lou. And of course, our Extend the Reach supporters, Stuart Munn, Marky Mark, at Vic M. Bit, Adrian Valente, Marissa at Carradale 68, Frank Nehus, Erica Pizzuti, Claire, Joe Lapino, Steph, Rachel Fitzpatrick, Kerry Arthur, Pauline Bate, Helen, Rodney Slap, Cameron, Tra Dragon, Damian Marley, Daniel, at Kaza Kezi, John DeHaan, Ange, at Ange Fennell, Anna Uran, at Ross Kenner, 888, Kathy Burgess, Kristen Black, Melanie Dinning, Jody A, not on Twitter, Penelope Judge, Jane Holloway, Spirit of Anger and Hope, at K Not, Love Your Work, at Didams, Sharon Kelly, Beck and Lola, Richard Graver, Someone, Vita W, Tanya George, Nandita Hammond, Moira Louise Hawker, Megan Weckett, Graham Oxley, Beck Cody, Tracy Lucas, Sandy Honan, at Gail Vest, Greg Martin, Trina, Amy Fawcett, not on Twitter, Sarah, Elaine and Andrew, Iva Spillett, Andrew Bryan, Peter O.C., Linda, Sam Hadid, Keir Patterson, Lizette Twizzle, Buncombe Basher, Katie Ward, at The Real Neville Longbody, Sandy Baumgart, at Not Sandy B, and Renee McGee. Those are our cadre and our Extend the Reach supporters, without whom the week on Wednesday would not be able to reach new and bigger audiences all the time. After our brief hiatus due to Van's mum, Barb's illness and her passing, we have once again put the week on Wednesday with your support into the top 10 political podcasts here in Australia and into the top 50 news podcasts because we tell you, we talk with you, we engage with you, we look behind and beyond the headlines at what's really happening. 
And we, when we do that, when we look at what's actually important in the news, people listen. And because you, our supporters, our listeners, share this episode, share previous episodes with people you know, family, friends, people at work. You talk about the issues. You talk about why it's important to join your union, why it's important to go to australianunions.org.au slash wow, that's W-O-W, and join your union. Because the Secure Jobs Better Pay legislation, which has passed, is a huge, huge step in the right direction. But we still need workers to have more power in the workplace to get the pay rises and the job security we deserve. Winning elections is important. Passing good laws is important. But having the strength to make those things real at a workplace level, at a community level, that is what we join unions for. That is why we come together. That is the power of the collective. And of course, we shouldn't let the six months of the Albanese Labor government go by unremarked because it's been a huge six months of work that Labor has gotten through while in government. They promised cheaper childcare. They've passed legislation to that effect. They promised paid family domestic violence leave. They've passed legislation to that effect. They promised more secure work and better pay. They've passed those laws. They've passed laws limiting the exploitative use of contracts. They've passed laws to help give low-paid workers higher wages through the minimum wage, through reviews of awards. And of course, they've also passed laws to make workplaces safer for women. We shouldn't forget that they've also passed laws to create the National Anti-Corruption Commission. They've also set up Jobs and Skills Australia so that we have the skills for the jobs of the future. This is all in six months. This is a hugely rapid moving agenda, always progressing forward. And of course, at the same time, we've had a media cycle totally obsessed with trying to discredit progressive governments, trying to discredit the Andrews government in Victoria, trying to discredit the Palaszczuk government in Queensland, the McGowan government in WA, the Minns opposition in New South Wales, and of course, every day, attacking Anthony Albanese. While that's been going on, Peter Dutton and the Liberals have been completely falling apart. Van and I have talked at length about the failure of Scott Morrison and the Liberal Party to extol and represent the values of the Menzies Liberal Parties of the past. Now, Peter Dutton has been seen photographed with UAP Senator Babbitt, talking about how they will work together more in the future. These people have views that are outside the mainstream of Australian values. Quite simply, they do not believe in the kind of egalitarian, fair-go society that we are trying to build here in Australia. They want power for themselves. They want to be free from accountability. They want to be free from responsibility. They want to be free from being part of a community. 
So whenever they talk about freedom, know that that's what they're saying. That's what they're talking about. They're not talking about the kind of freedoms you and I are trying to enjoy. The freedom to raise our families, the freedom to participate in society, the freedom to have a good, secure, decently paid job, the freedom to be part of Australia. That's not what they're looking for. They want something very, very different. And those values that Peter Dutton and Babbitt and Malcolm Roberts are putting on display and have put on display over the last six months in Parliament are, in fact, a little bit scary. It's not just that the Nationals oppose the voice. It's not just that Peter Dutton is cozying up to the cookers in the Clive Palmer movement. It's that these people occupy positions of power. Yes, they may be in opposition, but they are still purporting to represent large numbers of the Australian population. Of course, we know that their opposition to things like secure jobs and better pay is ideological, it's entrenched, it stems from long-term, long-term blindness to the reality of the cost of living crisis. The numbers that have come out recently from the ACTU are that one in four Australians has missed a meal because of the cost of living crisis. We know that over 60% of Australians want multi-employer bargaining and want workers to have more rights to get wages moving. Still, the Liberal Party refuses to even talk to unions. And I think that's very, very telling. Menzies, in one election campaign, during his time in government, put out a flyer saying the Liberal Party supports unions. Can you imagine that happening today? Sadly, I can't. And in reality, the Liberal Party should support unions, just as unions support small business. Union members shop in small business. Union members have family members who run small business. Union members have family members who work in small business. Yet the Liberal Party seems to think that we all live and operate in silos. What the last six months of an Albanese Labor government has shown us is that those silos are only in the heads of the Liberal Party. They're only in the heads of people who want there to be division. They're only when they're imposed upon us by certain figures in the media who want to maintain power and control over the rest of us. Those divisions don't really exist. As Australians, as people, as workers, we actually achieve more when we work together. We get better outcomes. Now, there's a lot of discussion about what next for the economy. Obviously, coming into Christmas, inflation remains a key issue. The idea of more interest rate rises is obviously still on the table. Lots of people pushing back on that idea, myself among them, because, of course, we know people are doing it tough, and we know that there is a profit spiral in place in this country. Wealthy people, wealthy corporations are benefiting while working people and workers who want to work or cannot work or have retired from work are suffering as a result of that profiteering. It has to end. It's probably not going to end between now and the end of the year. Hopefully, when Parliament resumes, we'll see the same vigour 
of the last six months roll into the next 12. Economic reform is a job that sadly never ends. As long as there are people who want to profit at the expense of others rather than profit with others, economic reforms and economic regulation will be required. And as Alan Joyce has shown us over a long period of time, Australia is a place where there are still many people seeking to profit at the expense of the majority. So in 2023, when Parliament resumes, we'll start to see, hopefully, movement on things like the gig economy, regulating those cowboys who've tried to avoid regulation. We know there's a review of the NDIS. We know there's going to be reviews of casualization. We know that there are further reviews to be done on how platforms operate in our economy. They don't have to be cowboys. They can be employers. We've seen this. We've seen platforms engage their workers directly, whether it's in the NDIS with companies like HireUp or through companies like Menulog working with the TWU to engage workers directly. Just because it's a new technology doesn't mean there's a license to use old-fashioned exploitation. Hopefully, that will be a big feature of the next six to 12 months of Parliament in 2023. Now, I'm in Sydney with Van this week. Unfortunately, we're here on the sad business of memorialising Van's mother, Barb. We are devastated at her loss, but we are so grateful for all of the support so many of our listeners have shown us over the last months and indeed the last two years. It's been an incredible, incredible journey. We will try and do an episode on Wednesday, looking at the news, looking at the headlines. I want to just end this episode and say congratulations to the Socceroos. As people who know me will know, I am a huge football fan. And the Socceroos exceeded expectations by making the round of 16. A fantastic effort. And I, along with millions of other Australians, was up early, watching bleary-eyed, cheering as our consolation goal, as it would turn out to be, went in, hoping, hoping against hope that we'd get an equaliser. All of the players and the staff should be very proud of their efforts, as I know every Australian is proud to have seen the green and gold fight it out and not just on the field but also for the workers of Qatar workers both from Qatar and foreign workers brought into Qatar the Socceroos took a stand before the World Cup started they put out a video they did the work they spoke to unions they spoke to workers they spoke to authorities about what's really gone on for the working people who have pulled together the World Cup. And it is quite telling just how much misery has been extracted for the joy that is this World Cup. I encourage everyone to check out that video. There's links online. You can go, you can go to uh, the Australian Football Twitter page. You can go to Socceroos, anywhere with the Socceroos material, you'll find that video. 
we'll post it again online as well. So proud of the Socceroos. And until I speak with you on Wednesday, remember, be kind to yourself and to each other.